0: All right. Welcome to the broadcast. I am Stuart Anderson and welcome Dr. Jessica Perkins. Welcome. Hey, thanks. So grateful to to have you with us. It was really fun to be at the annual event in Salt Lake City together. That's kind of what spurred my attention. You're one of our new lifetime qualified members. Uh, It was fun to see on stage and obviously be together in our snow. Um, Uh, (laughs) Very fun, Um, but grateful to have you on. Thankful that you'd spend a, a few minutes Sharing the things that make you successful and your team successful and and happy um, any is is anything anything goes here or are you I'm just kidding you good to- <laughs> very good. well sure. works. We're, ex- we're excited <laughs> to have you yeah uh, excited to have you on. I know that I've got a little short bio from you that uh, I'd love to read, but rather than just reading it, maybe I'll share a few things and then we can stop and talk about um just fill in a little some details. Is that okay? Yeah, sounds great. okay. Uh, so first of all, obviously crown council member and have been my record say since 2018. Is that true?
1: I think that is correct.
0: Okay. It looks like you joined to participate in smiles for life, which is very cool. You guys have raised over $17,000 for smiles for life. And last year you raised $11,000.
1: Yes. We're so excited. That was what, so cool. We couldn't believe it. Yeah. What happened
0: last year that kind of changed everything?
1: So, you know, the first couple of years that I was a crown council member, I don't think I really knew what I was doing or for sure. The first year I was like, I don't really know what this thing is. I just joined. (laughs) I didn't know what smiles for life is. So we didn't participate. Um, and then we did a little bit the first for a year or two and then COVID hit. And, um, anyways, last year, my, I think after being able to, to really involve the team and we've got our charity that we go and present the check to, and, um, they got a little We all got a little more comfortable talking about it, and we brainstormed this year before we got started, and because I, I really wanted to involve my team and figure out like these these girls know this community, they know the people in the community. how can we let's get them to give us some ideas and so they did, they took it and ran with it they um they had they were just calling people that own businesses, a lot of them that are our patients, um local business owners, and they donated. Um, just small things from whatever retail, whether it's a restaurant or a gift certificate for a massage, whatever it may be. And then we, and you could buy raffle tickets. So just, mm. they would check out, you know, patients were checking out and my girls at the front desk got really good at selling raffle tickets, um, for charity. And we, we just talked and talked and talked about it. And, uh, even, even people would just donate that, would you like to round up? a dollar or five dollars or you know this is all going to uh children's charities miles for life and i think too now it's been our community has seen it more than just once and so Mm -hmm. it's a it's becoming an annual thing now um and we're just all getting more comfortable with it and now we're super pumped because we like (laughs) i mean we set our goal pretty low last year and we more than doubled it so now we're like, we were talking about it the other day. And we're like, okay, it's on, you know, this year nice. it's on. We can't not, we can't not do better.
0: <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Cause you guys okay. did, you did like $700 the first year. Then you did yeah. a, a couple years of like a thousand, two thousand, And so in 2022 to do $11,000, very fun to see kind of some change there. And that you guys got so excited. So well done. Yeah, it was fun. Thank Great. you. We're very, very, good. very
1: proud. Very good. I wish my team could have been there at the uh, annual event um to to feel to feel how cool that was you know because it really was
0: there's people there's
1: some people that raise a lot of money so it was really cool to be kind of recognized in that group
0: yeah and uh dr perkins if you if you don't so the rest of the listeners if you don't know um we recognize everybody that has raised over ten thousand dollars on the stage at the annual event we kind of parade everybody up Uh, And this year we had some really fun, we had some fireworks that went off uh, when you (laughs) went on stage. We didn't know how that would go, but uh, it went good. So anyway, okay. Uh, You are in Mississippi and I'm going to say, there's a few names in your, that you're going to have to help me with. So uh, you, you, you established your business that you were in, in 2015, but you're a native of Hollandale. Is that how I say it? Hollandale, Mississippi. Okay. Uh, received her undergraduate degree from the University of Mississippi, then went on to pursue a doctor of dental surgery from Louisiana State University School of Dentistry. Before returning home to Mississippi, she began a private practice. Uh, Dr. Perkins practiced general dentistry in New Orleans and Mandeville. Is that correct? That's right. Okay. For nine years, a member of the American Dental Association, Mississippi Dental Association, academy of general dentistry as well as an active member of the aafe or the american academy of facial aesthetics that's cool i've never interviewed anybody that's been there we'll talk about that yeah uh and then like we mentioned dr perkins is a proud member of the crown council lifetime qualified member very good (laughs) and is committed to a lifelong professional development in all areas and i was just on your website i think this is really fun it, it leads right at the very beginning of your site it says dr perkins dental clinic our focus is to build relationships with our patients we want you to know that we truly care and that's what it says here is uh, dr perkins dedicates her practice to providing her patients with positive atmosphere educating them on, on how to achieve best possible dental health and delivering a safe, comfortable, and enjoyable environment for all. Her passion is transforming people, I love that, and their smiles. As an AAFE master injector, she has also incorporated facial aesthetics into her dental practice to complement those beautiful smiles. Can we talk about that paragraph for just a bit? Maybe um, what guides your philosophy of care? Like, How do you develop this idea of taking care of people?
1: Just who I am, the more I think about that question, was not the first time I've been asked it. I think it's just who i who I am and the way I was raised um and and the feelings that I like to get from other people, whether it be a doctor's office or a person in the grocery store and I want to be different. Hmm. I don't want to be the 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 stuffy you know dentist the you know, typical stereotypical OCD dentist that's goofy and, um, can't fly by the seat of their pants and can't deal with change. Um, and I want to be able to spend time with my patients. I want to, I want to listen. I want to, I want to hold their hand. I want, if they want to hug, I'm going to hug them. I'm gonna let them hug all they want. Their kids want to crawl on me. They can do that. Um, but I think my experience as a kid too, that I didn't have some so great dental experiences. And I mean, I had the normal stuff done as a kid, a frenectomy, ortho extraction, but I was terrified um, of our pediatric dentist. My brother, one of my brothers and I, who is now a pediatric dentist, both were. And our moms finally uh, changed us to our general dentist, Andrew Labot. And I mean, he, it, it was a game changer. He changed my life. And uh, he and my orthodontist, and I just, they were so happy, and they were so kind, and um, it it just never felt like going to the doctor. Um, they weren't forcing anything. It was just the atmosphere, and you just walked in. And you're like, this place is cool, you know, and they made me feel great about my smile, and they gave me a beautiful smile, and I wanted to do that, and so I thought, hey, this is cool. I'll do that, um, and And so I've, I've owned my practice now almost eight years, but I, like you said, I practiced in New Orleans as an associate for about nine years. Um, and so I got a lot of great experience that, um, i will forever be grateful for. Um, but I learned a lot about cultures that I did not Mm. want to be involved with, um, whether it was my, where I was, or my friends may have been associating with, but, um, there's nothing feels more successful to me or feels wonderful and warms my heart is that when a patient is like, this is the coolest dental experience. I'm like, this is the best. You guys are amazing. You guys have fun, you know, like, how do y'all do that? Y'all travel together. Um, you know, and we're like, well, yeah, I mean, we belly laugh all day <laughs> long, you know, um, and we cry together. We cry with our patients, um, so I think just being a breath of fresh air, just offering something dip, not only different but genuine. It's <laughs> at the end of the day, I mean, yes, I'm I'm numbers are important because it's business, but it's it's how are my patients, but most importantly, my patients aren't going to get that feeling if my culture, if my team is not good, if we're not strong, if they aren't feeling loved and protected and listened to, and so I think that by building and really working on that culture we're, we're slowly creating this vision that that I've had and that they've all come to to share with me so um I, I think that's it i just don't I don't focus so much on I'm going in to do a root canal as what does this patient need, you know, and what does my team need?
0: I love that is the, uh, what a refreshing, uh, way to look at not only your team, but also patients to to truly care about their health. And before we started, before we, we push record, you were even sharing a few things that you're doing now to take care of. I mean, mental, mental health, mental stability on your team that you're working on together. Um, Maybe I'll I'll read this one little paragraph and then can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah. Okay. So um Dr. Perkins says her team is family. She takes great pride in them and the culture that they have built together. I love that. While treating patients is their main focus, Dr. Perkins Dental truly loves one another and enjoys doing life together. Dr. Perkins is always encouraging the important aspects of self-care and team building. Happy team members make for happy and healthy patients, which is exactly what you just described. Um, I thought it was what you're doing now. Like when I'm when my kids, so I have a fourth grader, and oh, I asked awesome. I, I asked her today. I said, "Well, what are you doing today at school?" She says, "Well, we're doing mindfulness exercise." And I was like, "What? What? What are you saying, fourth grader?" And I get they ha- <laughs> they have a coat they have like a coach that comes in and wow. leads these cute little fourth graders through uh, managing emotions, feeling emotions and, um, everything that, you know, obviously I didn't talk about when I was in uh, elementary school, but you have stumbled on or found something very similar as part of what you're training on with your culture and your team. Um, can you share a little bit about what your guy, what you got, what we were just talking about with, uh, yeah, absolutely.
1: So how you mentioned mental health is it's so important. And, there was a time in my life and career that I was not, um, really aware of that. Um, and it has become super apparent and extremely important to me. And I'm, I'm now able to recognize that in my team. Um, and it affects culture. It affects everything. It affects everything, all of your relationships, um, so my team and I kind of we've been through some things together. They they literally helped support me and pick me up in some times of adversity of of, of mine. And then we've all we've all been there, and we've all got something right. And so we've all gone through some mental health issues, whether it's depression or postpartum or a child in rehab or whatever it is. And so it's, I've been just trying to figure out ways that. How can we do this together? How can we grow together? How can, I want to invest in them and give them tools to, to be great, to be great at home, to be great at work, um, to be great team members, which in turn makes a great practice. So, um, a, so I've I've become friends with this really awesome gentleman. He's in Australia right after COVID or no, during COVID, during the shutdown, I joined this, it's called CRED, C-E-D app um and it was a 30-day challenge and I think we were like the first or second little group to do it and so there were students college students there were professors there were doctors there were just librarians whoever on it and we actually did a check-in once a week on zoom because we were all at home and nobody was you know seeing patients but so what it is is it's this app that it's an accountability app and just a self-awareness app where every day you take 30 seconds and you pick from, it says, how are you feeling? And you pick from like 12 or 15 different faces of, Mm -hmm. are you happy? Are you frustrated? Are you tired? Are you overwhelmed? Are you panicking? Are you anxious? Um, And it, it asks you a couple of questions and it will record it and it's all anonymous, but it records it. And then, so I'm asking them to do this every day. We're going to take, we're going to have the morning opportunity meeting. We're going to do it together. We're going to say, Hey, everybody take five seconds and do your check-in, your morning check-in. Um, and then we also have each week, we're going to have a, a something that we have to do. So this week, this is our first week of doing it. So I'll get back to y'all on how, how involved <laughs> my team's actually going to be. Um, but so the first week is to... Uh, reach out to somebody, make a connection, reach out to that college friend, to that person that you know is going through something. And you, they've been on your mind, but you, you hadn't, you hadn't called them. You haven't written a letter. You haven't sent them a text, a grandmother or something. Um, so, and then you have to report whether or not you actually did it. So you, and then every week you're looking back and like, oh gosh, man, I suck. I haven't done any of my, I haven't reached out to anybody and or or whatever our our, um, commitments are going to be. But the idea is to, at the end of it, is to start really being more self-aware of of how we're feeling and how is our mental health and what, it's got dashboards so you can see when during the week or what time was that and why, golly, I'm frustrated all the time. You know, I, I don't seem to be a very happy person or whatever it may be. But the idea is to, to get that, recognize it, and then um, we'll have things to to grow our relationships, grow grow ourselves, and then in turn, like, be better and help grow and be better in our community. So, cool. um, we've signed on to do it for 90 days. So, I'm excited to see how it's going to go. And I, I'm doing a terrible job explaining it because we literally just started <laughs> it today. So, um but it's, it's great. So I think, I'll I mean, you guys posted. I think it sounds
0: from my experience. I mean, the point is, um, being aware of how powerful that is for your team and your culture is really fun to hear about that. You're taking the time and the energy together to care about each other. Uh, cause just like your little paragraph said that the better you are culturally, the better you are at serving your patients, which is very cool. Very, uh, yeah. very good to hear. Um, Absolutely. Maybe we could spend just a, a tiny bit of time here talking about what, what you've learned. Let's say um, that we've got a, a group, a small group of people listening who are just now deciding that they want to build and open their own practice. Can you talk about what you learned from that experience, what you would do different, um, what you would do the same if you were tomorrow going to open or build a new practice?
1: Okay. <laughs> so, um, I actually bought an existing practice. He had been there for about 35 years. Uh, wonderful guy, small, We are in a small community. Uh, so. I, I already knew in my mind what type of practice I was looking to buy, because I wasn't looking to completely transform anything. If I was going to do that, I probably would have just hung a brick, you know, but, um, anyways, I, uh, so, I went in, and um I had you know, I was very careful about okay, not too much change, feel everything out, but i w- I would do anything if I could go back, and I was new about the Crown Council then,
0: mm.
1: um, and I would have had leadership coaches from the get go um you know, most of us, especially in this organization and 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 you like we are we're all leaders but a lot of us get, got into these leadership roles grow all through life and maybe even find ourselves in these roles now as business owners or presidents of an association or whatever um but we really don't know anything about leadership we hmm. just got there somehow and we're <laughs> flying by the seat of our pants um and i learned that quickly leader my entire life um and then all of a sudden, I thought, you know, a couple couple of years into owning the practice and trying to manage and do everything myself and micromanage, and um, I was drowning. And um, Tops in the Crown Council 100% got me, gave me a big hug and said, we got this girl, take a deep breath, you know, we're going to do one thing at a time. And it has been amazing. So... I 100% like that is a must having like crown council tops has been phenomenal Steve Anderson is amazing um he's become a huge mentor in my life and in my girls so uh my team um you know I think knowing that like you you've got to there's got to be a line I, you we all want everybody to like us or I do and so it's hard sometimes to to put a line especially I think as a female um doctor with all these you know females that are working with me we're we're belly laughing and laughing and they're way too much about each other probably and it was hard for me to really I would find myself very frustrated trying to find that line of um hey this is fun but you guys you know We got to rein it back in. And Chris DeConis of Tops helped me with that a lot. But a leadership coach is a must. um, And constant learning um, and reminding about uh, leadership because leadership, the definition of leadership is one thing, but there's so many different types of leadership. And so they're not all equal and we're not all equal. So that's been huge. Um, If I were just starting out, the Young Dental, the Young Dentist program with the Crown Council, I've got three nephews in dental school right now, and I've already told all three of them, they're, (laughs) I'm signing you up, it's happening, it's gonna, it's gonna be, like, (laughs) awesome for your career, so, um, you know, it was, we had, we had ups and downs with the staff, just being the new person and taking over, but I, and I, it hurt, I got my feelings hurt, I'm sure, more than I needed to, um, but it all worked itself out, and, and, the Crown Council, you know, has really taught me everything is about culture, and it's so true, and like being at the annual event, the the emotional, just the awareness that it's important, and if you don't have your team and your culture and a common vision, um you're going to be all over the place. And I was, I was all over the place. I knew what I wanted, but I was trying to do all of it. I didn't know what I was doing, you know? And, um, but I knew I wanted to know how. So the second I showed that vulnerability of, hey, Tops, hey, Crown Council, lead me. It, I mean, it saved my, it saved me. Um, And it's, it's actually, created exactly what I dreamt of the reason I became a dentist and and I'm getting to become and I'm getting to invest in my team members and in my community of helping all of us be better so I just think investing in your team culture leadership it's just a hundred percent if you can do that you can figure out the numbers (laughs)
0: very cool what great right. advice. Very good <laughs> advice. Especially it was, uh, it's not, I mean, it feels good to hear something like that uh, from my perspective with what we yeah. do uh, uh, from Crown Council. So thank you. Very good. Great advice. Um, being a, being a dentist, you know, we connect with thousands of doctors each, you know, each week. And one of the things that it, in my opinion is very hard is uh, dentists shoulder, uh, huge responsibility. You know, you're uh example like you said you're a leader um what do you do personally that that you could share with other dentists to take care of yourself to stay motivated and happy and healthy is there specific things that you do that is just for you to take care of yourself as the leader
1: yeah once I learned to delegate um I was able to figure out like wow I haven't been really taking care of me and um I just have started, I have promised, I made promises to myself that, um, you know, there's certain things that I'm going to do to take better care of myself, whether it's allowing myself to get a facial once a month, if that's what makes me happy and gets me recharged or, or, you know, sometimes I just have to check out and I don't answer my phone. I don't want to hang out with anybody. I just, (laughs) some people need to go to the gym and like work things off. And I, and I do that as well. starting to really get into and love pilates um and that just makes you feel good getting enough sleep um you know i also have learned to allow myself and not feel bad about taking a day off here and there um or taking a week off i'm next week i'm going to israel um on a once in a lifetime trip bucket list for me that kind of just came about and several years ago I would never have done that and um though it may have you know put a kink in some of the goal settings and numbers and things we'll figure that out and I'm gonna go so I love to travel and that's one of my that's that would be my biggest thing for me is to just get out and about and go have an adventure no matter what it is if it's climbing a you know hiking a trail or going to see where jesus was baptized you know whatever it is Mm -hmm. um but i do i'm much better about allowing myself my time and listening to my body like what do you need
0: yeah for sure yeah and that because it is as we've seen in the crown council it is very hard to take care of your team and take care of your patients when uh you're not taking care of yourself that's a a huge thing gotta take care of the goose you do take, I was going to say it, but I said it on the last podcast. So you said it this time. Very good. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, <laughs>
1: it's true. And yeah. I mean, that goes back to the, your team too. Like you got to take care of the goose when it comes to you being the owner and the, and the doctor, but you got to take care of the, your team's the goose too, you know? Yeah, so, very good.
0: So, um, we had you up on stage at the annual event and you received the lifetime qualified member, uh, award. Can you talk for just a minute, um, for maybe listeners who don't know what that means or why, why you did it? What, what was the, um, driving factor behind participating?
1: Yeah. So, um, Chris Takonis is my tops coach and she had, um, our first year together. She was like, I, I want you to do this. I think cause she saw that, like, I was all over the place and I needed help. And this was a way the, the qualified member. it it's five years and you get your lifetime membership. Um, But there is a list of things that you have got to do to make sure that you're, you're doing all these things to, to be a top practice and to um, have your ducks in a row. And um, it, you, it's not easy. It wasn't easy for me at first. Um, You, you've got to make sure you're having those performance reviews and check-ins and, just a list of stuff and you have to have your lab sign off your financial (laughs) advisor sign off and it I needed it because it held me accountable and then after I did it the first year I was like well that was really cool I did that you know small maybe a a small feat for some but it was good for me and it felt great so I did it the second year and um and then I mean gosh why would I you're not going to just stop once you've built these habits that you incorporate into your everyday, um, practice, you continue to do it. And the feeling I was not expecting at all, the feeling of what I got to experience at this year in Salt Lake city at the annual event of, um, getting the the red carpet and oh my (laughs) gosh, that all the qualified lifetime members were lined up on the red carpet. And I'm saying, they're all like, congratulate you, high five, because it's a big deal, you know? Yes. But, and they know, and and I'm looking at like, oh my gosh, like these are gurus in my world, you know? Yeah. And they're patting me on the back and high-fiving me. And Jamie Sled was there at the end, gave me a big hug. She's been a huge mentor to me. She's my mastermind group. And um, it was just cool, like way cooler <laughs> than I thought it was going to be. Um,
0: That's fun.
1: <laughs> and two of my friends are, will... Um, Uh, Greg and Tiffany Wilson they uh will get to do it next year and I can't wait to be on the red carpet it's just wow and it's just like pat on your back like you've you've accomplished this it's a big deal so I definitely suggest um to any crown council member that's not doing it do it um you're you're probably already doing most of these things anyways but um it's cool that it was car- cool. Thank y'all for making that stuff. That
0: red carpet was really. I've obviously seen a lot of that. For some reason, this year's was so fun. I. I think it was, Chelsea Gonzalez. I don't know who it was that set the pace. Someone decided like. I'm just going to walk down and literally it was high, Chelsea. <laughs> just high five every single person. Uh, and then everyone was like, yeah, this is the way we're going to do it. And it was so fun. It was, yeah,
1: having cool. Chelsea first was great because she did. <laughs> I was like, that's awesome, Chelsea. It was And awesome. then, um, and being able to look up there when I'm walking down the carpet and she's standing there because, I mean, she's just great. But that yeah, great. we were, our table was dying out laughing because we're like she's like taking it all in like
0: it was yep that's right
1: (laughs) and you should it was cool i wish i could go back and slow down that
0: was fun very fun yeah all right well dr perkins as we as we wrap up um i have just one more question for you which is um oftentimes if if you're reflecting back and I know you share a little bit about what you would do differently for for yourself professionally. So you can kind of take this two ways. If you were to time machine back and meet yourself, is there any advice that you would give or things that you would say to your old self um pre dental school or a a young dentist is there anything that you would say to that person?
1: Yeah, so I think about that often especially now with with three nephews in dental school. Um because I did not have, my brother's a pediatric dentist, but we were pretty much in school at the same time. He he was at the University of Mississippi. I was at LSU, but um, we don't have any other dentists in our family, but obviously there's, there's a gene because now there's going to be five of us, but, um, you know, I think for me personally is it's okay to be vulnerable and ask for help. Um, and you're not expected to know everything, you know, and, and when you surround yourself with mentors and other like-minded people, yeah, we're like-minded, but man, we're all so different. You can learn so much from each other. Um, I wish that I probably would have, uh, listened a lot less to my ego and more of what is, what am I, listening to what i needed to hear to um to grow uh faster than i did but i know everything's in the right time but um again studying leadership i would have i would have started doing that a long long time ago um but luckily this day and age leadership is a big it's become like it's been born like it's this big deal now so i think kids are getting leadership training a lot earlier um I think just do it. Take the risk. It's you know, it's it's hard. None of it's easy. Dental school is not easy. So you get through that, and if you if you want it, you you can make it happen. But ask for help. There's so many people out there willing to help. There's a huge network. Um,
0: Thank you, Dr. Perkins. Um, Not only today for sharing, but just for being a leader and. A positive influence on crown council for smile can't Mm -hmm. wait to see what you guys do for smiles for life this year uh it'll be fun hopefully your team can join us in austin and we'll uh high five down the old smiles for life celebration night so i know i hope so too
1: (laughs) thanks it was great
0: thank you dr perkins grateful to be with you today
1: thanks okay
0: see ya thanks for joining us for this mentor of the month podcast sponsored by crown council this is just one tool available to the Crown Council membership that helps dental teams build a culture of success. That's our mission and purpose is to provide a place for dental teams to come together and learn the skills needed to develop your most valuable asset, the people, those people who work in your practice. As always, if you're interested in being part of this group or want more information about the tools available to the membership, go to www crowncouncil.com or call us 1-800-276-9658. Thanks.